and welcome to the 25th episode of Road Sodas. Welcome. We did it, everybody. I am a small part of your hosts, Ben Warden. And I'm an even smaller part of your host, Jimbo Shaw. Humble as ever, beautiful as always, looking rather shorn, and I like it. Well, thank you. I, uh, I got bored um, watching football and, and doing some schoolwork today. So I decided to pluck out some of the hairs from one of the sides of my mustache, and uh, sure enough, I had to even it out. Well, it looks great. Yeah. Well, I went with, like, the military, you know, the corners of the mouth. Absolutely. Yeah. That's going to really allow for uh, an even contact when drinking out of a big cup. You're going to get skin-to-cup contact instead of that hair barrier where sometimes you can get a little leakage. Well, I mean, yeah, that that was part of the impetus of this, because... Uh, I had made some beef stew earlier in the week and have just been drinking that out of, like, the to-go quart containers. Yeah. And, that's a uh, big cup. Well, you know, that's that's a that's a bowl of soup for me. You're going to want a stew-sized seal. Yeah. And so I was getting, you know, bits of, of beef and carrot and onion uh, lodged in those, those corners of my mustache. So naturally, I wanted to – I was intrigued. So I started, you know, plucking them out and seeing if, if there was there was food on them. Hell yes. Yeah, very natural, sadomasochistic type of behavior when you're bored. I see nothing wrong with any of this. No, no. Nor should you. Yeah. But how you been, bud? We haven't talked to each other in pr- possibly our longest gap since we started this this whole thing. Yeah, that makes sense. I've been well. I mean, you know, it's it's just been work for me, basically, which is, which is not editing a podcast. Yeah. I guess the last time we talked was, I think, the 6th, and we are recording on the 22nd of November. And so at the time, we were unaware the election results came in, and nobody cares. Yep. It's, uh, well, everything's still the same. Yeah. Like, shit, people are melting. It's weird. People honked a lot, and yep. then they got over it. And honestly, I'm good with that. Yeah. That's, that's well, fine. That's all a Delawarean really deserves anyway. Yeah. The reason we took a break, dear listener, was at the time I took what I thought was a responsible, you know, asterisk for, you know, for the times, a little trip with my wife down to Southern California. We drove in a car and we, you know, stayed at our friend's house while they were out of town. They'd been out of town. So it was like, all right, we got, we, you know, low contamination, you know, this, this will be good. We, and then halfway through the, the trip, California gets curfew again because we've been naughty and we got to go to bed now. Yeah. Yeah. You're bad kids, man. Yeah. I mean, it's we got a bear on the damn flag. All right. We're tough as hell. And we were down in San Diego, which I didn't realize is just Mountain Dew, the city. <laughs> I had not been there before. <laughs> Do the Dew, man. I mean, I, I think I went when I was like 10. But like the first place we stopped... um, which I guess is called. This is the first place in San Diego because we went down to Pasadena first and saw some 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 good friends there. But first place in San Diego, we stopped at Pacific Beach, which the locals call PB because yeah, you know that hustle and bustle of San Diego. They don't have the time to say Pacific Beach, and I have never felt the energy of a Southy dive bar at one in the morning outside before. Like really? everybody there was keyed up and ready to fight, even though they were at the beach and the sun was out and it was about to set. It was beautiful. But everybody was like, who wants to hurt each other? 
Let's do that. Let's do the do, baby. Let's get out there and make some headlines. <laughs> wow. I did not get that vibe from San Diego when I was there. <laughs> no? No. But I went there when there wasn't like a Lovecraftian global pandemic going on. That's fair. Yeah. No, yeah. it was a, it was honestly just a lot of um, white and Asian tourists, myself included. Yeah, I think this one was a lot of... It's supposed to be a lot of tourists, but it seemed like a lot of locals. A lot of people rollerblading, uh, skateboarding, biking, and yet with an attitude. Like awesome, yeah. Not not a and not a mask in sight. Just everyone saying, you know what, fuck it. And then we got like the day after we saw that was, I think, the day they announced a shutdown. So we, so we cut the trip short and, and headed back early. But uh, yeah, you know, it's uh. It is what it is. But we went to the zoo there, and everyone at the zoo has to wear a mask. So that was nice. Well, yeah, you got to protect the animals. Absolutely. They're beautiful. They sell booze at the zoo. How late can you sell booze in California? Uh, Like at a bar? Yeah. I think 2 a.m. I think okay. it's pretty standard. Like 145, 145. Oh, you mean currently or in general? Yeah, currently. Oh, currently, I'm not sure. A lot. I mean, well, right now there's a curfew for 10 p.m., so... I'm going to guess nine probably is the cutoff. Yeah, we got one that that stipulates 930. So like the 7-Eleven down the road that used to be amazing on Sundays that you could buy like beer and wine at up until 11. Yeah. Closes down every day at at 930. Yeah. Yeah. You know, got to got to figure out the new the new system. I guess the system from like April that's back. Um, and I'm going to keep talking about San Diego, but before I forget, you know, I'm not going to, because I actually took some notes of some, some things that occurred on the trip that I thought I wanted to address with you. Thank you. Um, at one point we had to stop for gasoline as most road trips require, go to the rest stop and I, I had to piss. So I went into the bathroom to piss Yeah. and I, I, I stood at the, the urinal and there was a gentleman in the stall and I walk in and he's just like blasting YouTube videos. Like he's clearly watching YouTube videos on his phone, and that's whatever. Yeah, I've seen this one before. But then he turned the volume down when he heard me come in, which that now, now that's suspicious. Yeah, the awareness. Because it's like, what were you listening to that you think, uh, like, what, what, let's say he was listening to something I found offensive. What would I then do? Kick in the stall and tell him to stop pooping? And also, what would I find offensive in a bathroom? How could you know? Right? I mean, it's just mute. Like, like, I'd be only hearing the sounds. I mean, if he was listening to porn, yeah, that'd be weird. But even then, it's like, I mean, he's in a stall at a rest at a truck stop. Like, what, what, I'm rude for walking in on that. But then he turns that down. Then I begin, I begin to pee uh, at the urinal, not in my pants. And as we all do, dear listener, I'm going to get a bit, normally we're pretty highbrow. I'm going to get a bit crude. I'm peeing, you know. A, a fart occurs, as as happens. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker has the audacity to laugh. <laughs> Dude. I'm laughing at his laughter. Like, we, the- we are in a public bathroom. That'd be like walking out and being like, there's a guy pooping in there. Can you believe that? Can you believe <laughs> a guy? Like, I had a good chuckle about that. There's a man sitting on the toilet in there. <laughs> Farts are Who does that. Farts are funny everywhere, I'd argue, except the bathroom. Because that's kind of like being like, uh, during surgery, we noticed you were bleeding a lot, and we thought that was pretty gross. It's like, <laughs> n- n- like what? That's what happens in here. 
So I wanted your thoughts on that. It just seemed... It's one thing if you're in the bathroom with your friend and he farts, then you're laughing at your friend. But to laugh at a stranger, I mean, Biden's America, I guess. Granted, I don't, I don't spend a whole lot of time in public bathrooms nowadays. Not anymore. Uh, yeah, like I used to. Um, but the ones at work, you know, I spend a lot of time in the stalls, not, not pooping. I mean, sometimes pooping, but like mostly just avoiding work and, and killing time. And, you know, there's, there's four stalls there. There's some urinals and yeah, I'd say at least 50% of men who, who piss also fart. And I do not make a fucking peep. I mean, like I made it, make it known that I'm there. Like shuffle my feet or something. I would you know? say that's that's the courteous move because you yeah. don't want to startle somebody with nope. a sudden. Yeah, that's. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want them to hear the first thing that acknowledges your presence be their laughter at your fart that you thought you were alone <laughs> for. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, it's the same if you're like walking down like an alley at night and you see somebody ahead of you. I will intentionally like scuff my shoe. Just yeah, let them just know I'm wave around. your arms like high above your head and yell yeah. loudly. Yeah, yeah, I do the same thing. Like when you encounter a cougar or a bear. Yes. Mm-hmm. Just make a lot of noise going down the street. You That's... don't want to startle the bear. You want to let the no. bear know way ahead of time, hey, I'm only in this alley to piss. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I I mean, it's it's a weird dynamic that bathroom had. Yeah. It's almost... I didn't care for it. Yeah. It's like a bad like fox reality show like the masked farter <laughs> <laughs> what would you do in this situation uh well was that the worst part of the trip other than it's it's can- cancellation in the second half i believe it was day 1 so it sort of did put me on like the, a wrong the the wrong foot at the beginning luckily everything else was was pretty kick ass but it was an odd start. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah, when I was in San Diego, it was uh like September 2018. Beautiful and uh nobody was wearing masks. I guess so it's <laughs> like the same in that regard. Nothing's changed. Yeah. Yeah, that battleship or uh the aircraft carrier is still there. Yep, saw that. Mhm. I ate a lot of pork while I was there. That was, that was nice. On the on the aircraft carrier? No, no, no. Just oh. near it. I could see it while I ate the pork. Nice. All right. But uh, not all the pork. Some of the pork. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. I've had a, I had a lot of carnitas and braised pork when I was there, too. Yep. 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 And then Del Taco. Hell yeah. Well, I mean, we don't have Del Taco, and it's not that good. I mean, compared to other taco joints, but it's a novelty. Just like In-N-Out. Absolutely. Gotta 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 try it out. It, it's it's referenced in things that we enjoy. It's referenced in pop culture. Are you drinking a heady topper? Uh yeah. Yeah, I am. Holy shit, we're a fancy podcast, aren't we? I'm over here with a hot toddy myself. My God. What 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 happened to us? Uh well, I mean I started off with a Pabst Blue Ribbon, so There we go. I yeah, like I was finishing the swill of like a three hour old Pabst yeah. Blue Ribbon tall boy. Yeah. So I mean you know, please. And I'm not at liberty to discuss how I got this heady topper. Uh, of course not. I think it may circumvent some uh, current state guidelines, but sure. Needless to say, it's in my possession. There are still two left, which I think I'm going to consume at least one of on Thanksgiving. Nice. For the listener who doesn't know what heady toppers are, why don't you go ahead and get on your 
penny-farthing bicycle and then head down to the local news crier and ask him what fucking year you're living in. Yeah, pick up the newest edition of Collier's. Uh, seek out the potables section of, of the Collier's. And and sure enough, you know, close to the bottom, because I think it's brewed in Vermont and only Vermont, uh, it's, it's a revered IPA that they insist that you drink from the can. Go to your local outhouse, probably somewhere out behind Meemaw's place. Find yourself the latest copy of the Sears and Roebuck magazine that you've been doing unmentionable things with. Flip through till you find the beer section, and then die of consumption. Yeah. At polio, maybe. You never know. Something fun. Something yeah. zesty. Typhus. Scarlet fever. <laughs> Dysentery. <laughs> yeah. I mean... It's a good beer. I'm I'm not particularly fond of like the heavy IPAs that that are very alcoholic, which this one very much so is. Yeah. So I I can really only have one in a night as as an adult responsible male. Good. Yeah. Well, it's a school night, man. That'll happen. It will. It will. Or it's a school morning. I guess you you know this is coming out on a Tuesday morning. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I didn't I didn't have um, quite as an exciting time as you did. During during the layoff, what I did was was hung out with uh, one of our friend John. No shit, I know that guy. Yeah, yeah, that happened. How's his penis disease doing? It's not like run its course, uh, but I was I was there to you know help help kind of prop him up. So good, good. It's he's still he's still clearing the last of it out of his system. Yeah, he's uh, well, he's at a good angle right now. A you know, real real strong outlook. How's the how's his dangle? With the um, ang- how's the angle of his dangle? Oh, it's uh, it's not dangling. Great, that's great. Uh but yeah, man. Other than that, really nothing happened. Nothing happened here. Uh, Sweet as yeah, real real exciting recent events. Gotta say, yeah. Well, exciting shit seems to be happening elsewhere, but with us, it's like, hey, there were a bunch of kids on bicycles. In the CVS parking lot. <laughs> okay. That's news. Yeah. Gatherings of people are now like these weird shame fests. Yeah, I was kind of hoping we wouldn't d- do that as a as a people. I mean, I get why I get that we that. shouldn't be having the groups of people, but just the shaming of of people who are just trying. I mean, s- some people are just trying to get by. Some people are just flagrantly behaving like dickheads. Some people are, you know, somewhere in between those two extremes. But, uh, th- yeah, I don't, I still, I will shame people. I absolutely will. But, uh, I will at work. Yeah. When it's like, man, I have to be here. And you're just, you're just like threatening me, basically, at this point. Yeah. Yeah. San Diego was shockingly open. Like, <laughs> we had to look for, we had to look for places to go to and confirm that it was outdoors. Because it was like, hey, this restaurant's open. It's like, yeah, but when they say open, they mean they're just fucking open. Like, just like they're just open. You can just go in. Yeah. And it's like we don't we don't want to do that. Table table for eighteen. Yeah, like that's it, it. It's not that we're like seeking out food. Like that we, we can we can handle the sustenance part. There's other options for that. We we would like to go eat outdoors in a safe way and 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 be responsible and they're like oh safe safe ways are enclosed whoa dude local supermarket chain Uh uh-uh there's one in college park man local to somewhere 
<laughs> Hell yeah. Well, I you know, you're you're braver than me. I would I would just order takeout or like carry out and go to a go to a bench or a park somewhere. I mean we we cooked for ourselves most of the, the time we were we were out. Yeah, that's why my last five meals were stew. Hell yeah. <laughs> Sounds great. Well, I didn't have any other partakers, man. I guess last time we talked, had I, d- I had not yet done Friendsgiving, right? No. No, you were on the eve of that. Yeah. So I think I told you the oven was busted. Yeah. So that, that all ended up working out fine. I carried a, a raw, uh. uncooked turkey over to Tim's place at, uh, I don't know, like 7 in the morning. I forget exactly when. And the only other people awake were people like cleaning up their storefronts. Like just you know sweeping sweeping the refuse off the sidewalk, and just me walking through with an uncovered raw turkey, just bopping along, listening to some tunes, you know, having myself a a nice morning. Were you armed? I had a turkey. Well, I guess you had you had like yeah raw turkey. Yeah. yeah. That's, oh yeah. That's dangerous. <laughs> yeah, I was I was carrying seventeen pounds of bird plus it's like, a, it's like a weapon. A few ounces of aluminum tray. I mean, hey man. Well, you put the foil on that meat. Like, it becomes, it becomes, you know, like a, a catapultable weapon. Yeah, it's a suit of armor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know, flung that bird in Tim's preheated oven, which is not code word for. Uh, I believe that'd be, that'd be going number two, I think. And then everything else we cooked on the stovetop or in a toaster oven, and we only had to jettison one planned course. Everything else we were able to to fit in. Who missed the cut? The apple cheese casserole. Which, honestly, we just made it uh, the next night and ate it ourselves. I mean, not the whole thing. We froze off some of it, but it was it was, it was was fucking nice. Next year. It also, fu- I fucked up part of it. So I tried to make a double batch of cornbread. I n- normally, I make cornbread muffins, but my muffin tin is way too fucking big to fit in the toaster oven. So I had to use uh, different pans, mm. like, like baking pans. So I did a nine by nine, your classic sort of like a brownie pan. That one came out great. Then another one, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to try this bread loaf pan. Just a loaf. Those are the times that I always love. It's like, <sighs> it calls it calls for the 9 by 5 by 3 I don't have that. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. So I found out that uh, that does not work for cornbread at all. So You just have to pour it to the level that you would in the other things. Yes, which I did not do. I filled <laughs> yeah, it like you, a loaf you, pan. You, you made it like a loaf. Yeah. Yeah. So I was kind of hoping it would come out like banana bread, where it's not like a bread bread. It's more of a cake, but like that was the goal. That did not occur. So Reagan ended up spreading the rest of the now partially cooked cornbread out into the original 9x9 because it was now empty. And we toasted that in the toaster oven, and it kind of ended up getting like crispy. And so what we ended up doing was we made another batch of stuffing the next day with the leftover. She made some stock out of the turkey bones. Fuck, dude. I, it, it ruled. It was just... Awesome. Just the nice cornbread stuffing. Because as, as per usual, the first thing to go was the stuffing. Stuffing's always the first thing that you run out of. I mean, that's that's one of the only things we're making this year. Yeah. And I have a backup like box of stovetop for like the people that need just that methadone. Of course. <laughs> it's like one, once we run out, but we still have some meat and sandwiches to make. Yeah. So that was a great way to... Because, uh, you know... You don't need that much celery, but you can't buy 
just a little bit of celery sometimes. Sometimes you have to buy like a big thing of it. I think it's a caloric content type of thing. <laughs> yeah. And so we just had this leftover celery from the, the day before. And I was like, you know what? I got we have all the ingredients still. Yeah. We're out of bread, but we have this cornbread. So we what fucking kinda, what kind of onion you use? I think we used a large yellow, you know, the the sweeter onion think, for that. I think, I think that's where we're going to. Man, it was it was fantastic. And uh, oh, instead of I'd use all the sausage on the original one, so I used a bunch of bacon for the second one. Nice, it worked like a charm, dude. It really worked well. What? Um. All right. So next year when we do Thanksgiving, do you think we can use like scrapple or pork roll for for stuffing? Ooh, like do you think? Yes. Like I, how would you do the scrapple? Like, would you like chop it up fine and and scatter it throughout, or would you toast it and like cube it? So that's a tough call because you're go- like you know the ground sausage is is a really nice consistency, and scrapple can break down into a finer consistency than that. Yeah, so you got to cook it a little. I would say, cut it real thin, real thin, then. Cook it till it begins to get some color, but not the whole way because you're gonna bake it, and then it kind of flake that so it ends up, it would end up looking like uh like meat cornflakes. All right, is what I'd want to throw nice. in there, and okay. then make the stuffing from that. That's what I would shoot for. I don't know how how well I'd be able to pull that off. Now, pork roll that's super fucking easy. Yeah, it is. That I would say cook completely as normal, and then dice it up like just. Don't don't change a thing. Just fucking fire that shit up. Get get some color on it. Dice it up. Toss it in like you. And uh, the one thing you would need to do different, I guess, for both of them. Neither one of them produces a lot of grease because they've both already been cooked. Well, I mean, they produce some, some, but nothing compared to like just throwing a pound of ground sausage into a pan. That's so, true. So you're gonna need a way. You might have to use a little bit more butter than you normally would. It depends on how you're making your aromatics. Okay. Yeah. All right. I realize we're giving a bunch of uh, Thanksgiving food tips right after Thanksgiving, and here's my here's here's why we're doing that, listener. It's not because it's not yet Thanksgiving for us. It's because we want you to know you can cook Thanksgiving foods all year round. Oh yeah, I love the Bobby man. None of that food's seasonal. None of it. Cranberries, I guess, technically are. But the rest. Dude, if you work at Capriati's, you cook stuffing and turkey every day. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that turkey. Oh, the turkey? This is the first time I've made a good fucking turkey. Nice. Like, I've made I mean, decent turkeys. There were solid turkeys in our apartment. Do you not consider yourself making those? Because that was Papa's job? That was Papa. Papa did okay. those. Papa did a good turkey. All right. Now, I don't know all of Papa's method. I think Papa went for the uh, the beauty and the simplicity. Which is not dissimilar from the way I went this year. Um, I dry brined. I forget if I mentioned that I was doing that. I dry brined this some bitch, and it was fantastic, Jimbo. Nice, nice. Well, you know, a dry brine isn't isn't really a brine. Not really. No, I just uh, kind of rubbed some salt and herbs all over the damn thing. <laughs> that's what you did. I put. I think that's called seasoning. I put, well, I did it like, but I did it like three days ahead of time. That's that's the only it, yeah it's just a a long a long coating, and then right before I threw it in the oven I put on two pats of butter that was it no no additional oils no basting never baste listener. Did you put anything under the skin? 
I put a, quite a bit under the skin, so I had to get my hand up in between the meat and the skin. Ah, in that, those times. And you got to separate it. And uh, if you're a vegan or a vegetarian listening to this, don't act like that doesn't sound fun. I, look, I respect your decision, and you have to respect mine to treat that turkey like a marionette. Yeah. Not a marionette. Then make stock out What's of a ventriloquist dummy called? Is it just called a ventriloquist dummy? Yeah, sure. Gabo. There's, there's no technical term? Uh, the, I think the Simpsons officially like have become part of our society where we can call it a Gabo. Works for me. <laughs> I love those Simpsons. Hell yeah. Uh, well, I don't even think we're cooking a turkey this year. No? No. What are you doing? Ham? Turkey I have, turkey like, a parts? Pound pork shoulder. Ooh. All right. Tell yeah. me about it. How are we cooking it? I don't know yet. Hasn't all right. happened. All Sitting right. in the freezer. Love I also it. got some chicken nuggets in there, man. Like Ooh. this this Thanksgiving has many roots. I have a couple of kinds of mac and cheese. That backup stuffing. Matt's going to make uh, some regular stuffing. I got some of that jellied cranberry sauce. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I need to I need to find the perfect way to extract it because, you know, you want that cylinder just to. Yeah. Usually I uh, just a single cut cut side will do it. If you have the can opener that actually cuts on the cylindrical edge instead of the flat part, those are the best. But no one has those. Yeah, really. Yeah, man. I don't know. I, I had a plan to go to Capriati's and just get Bobby's, like a platter tray. Whoa. I did. I got just like two large Bobby's last year. That's what I did for Thanksgiving. Nice. Yeah. Shout out to Capriati's and Patriot Place. You guys are the best. Fucking nice. Yeah. Your hers ketchup chips, man. They crush. <laughs> Make hers yours. Make yours hers and when then then on father's day hers changes their uh their logo to his that's mm-hmm. fun it is what a great tour you know what <sighs> next time next time we're down there we gotta we gotta take a take a side quest absolutely see some chipper videos get some hot chips fresh out of the oven get some chips dipped in chocolate so if you wonder what like willy wonka's chocolate factory is but with potato chips it's this place yeah, it's truly, it's 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 glorious. I mean, it's just it's it's delightful. They're they're really Did fun. Did you ever there. go on a field trip there? Because I went on a field trip. This is a potato chip factory. I think and, I and did. They make like cheese pit puffs and shit too. But like for some reason, that was one of the places they wanted to take us. I remember going to see like a play. You know, it was like, hey, here's some art. I remember going to see some historical shit and then some, some scientific shit. We, like, we went down to the bay to look at, like, tadpoles or some bullshit like that. And then I remember it was like, we went to the potato chip factory and it was amazing. Like, Hell yeah. The world's greatest field trip. They gave us chips right off the line. Like, we didn't even need to wear gloves or anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and they'd give you the chocolate ones at the end, which I think were like a like you could only get them at the hers store. Yeah, yeah. they were. Where's great. their OnlyFans, man? Whoa, <laughs> food based OnlyFans. I'm into it. Uh, so they do a big Christmas display every year, which I know you know, and some of the listeners do because some of them are from where we're from. But if you're from where we're from or are currently living there in the greater southeast pennsylvania area i only i only refer to it that way because that's where they're based out of they do a huge christmas lights display every year and i was very excited to get to take reagan this year but obviously you know we're not going home but uh they're still doing the thing is it's it's 
it was a completely acceptable socially distanced thing to do every year because all you do is you just drive there and you stay in your goddamn car and you drive around their parking lots and they have it all kind of coned off so that you follow a route. And according to, I mean, I don't even know why I'm saying this. Everyone's always going to brandywinevalley.com slash events to see the local Brandywine Valley events. Like, oh, yeah, I don't, I don't, every morning, I don't need to tell you this. We all get the uh, push notifications on our phone. But uh, this year, featuring more than 600,000 lights, 90% of which are energy-saving LEDs, and can be seen from dusk until dawn, uh, which is great, because that kind of implies you can roll up, you could rock up at four in the morning and just cruise through. I think it implies vampires. I think it might. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, it's just it's just a cool Christmas light display. That's free. Awesome. It's, it's free. I, I do and remember doing going it. to see that. Yeah. We would go every year. Uh, my mom would bake a bunch of cookies. My grandparents usually come down to town. We'd all climb in the minivan. And uh, we just cruised through. And it was one of those things that even though it was not that far away, I think I'd still fall asleep in the car, both to and from. But during you were awake, just like going to town on some cookies. Mm-hmm. Well, some, you can't break times. out the cookies like as soon as you get in the car. You got to break them out once you get to hers. Absolutely. I mean, you can't go to a potato chip factory and not eat a bunch of fat. It's true. That's sacrilege. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I do remember like a good light display kind of in our neck of the woods. I mean, much more like my neck of the woods. It was off a Sapporo. (laughs) You you classy man. Oh, we had some Chinese style chicken wings earlier. So, you know. So you decided to drink Japanese beer? I didn't make the call, but yes. Okay. A sprightly young man named Christopher made the call, and I appreciate his gusto and his moxie. Nice. Well, east is east, right? He's from Albany. <laughs> so, yes. Um, yeah, it was uh, It was like one guy. I, I think I went to like elementary school with his, his daughter, but like he put up like a pretty solid display close to, a, close <laughs> to my neighborhood. Um, Pretty close to like 273, and it was just, I'm sure if you were a neighbor, it was the worst fucking thing. (laughs) Like Christmas family vacation, just like. Yeah. Yeah. Just the brightest shit, because like there are no leaves on the trees, so you can kind of see it from the road, Uh, but you have to drive up like a quarter mile to, to get to the property, and sure enough, yeah, it's just lit up as soon as it turns dark. Hell yeah. I don't know how long it goes on, but. Yeah, <laughs> it had a little little red box with like uh, lights stuck in it in a dollar sign in a little slot, you know, to donate for the electric bill that he was <laughs> really massively incurring. Yes, hell yeah, that rules. Yeah. yeah, that that was a similar tradition of ours, but like not not anywhere near <laughs> as regimented. It was just, hey, you want to go see the thing? <laughs> There's a uh, house out here called the Tom and Jerry house that uh, this is just like this one house where this dude goes buck wild with the Christmas decorations. And um, he died a few months ago. So I really don't know what they're going to do. Tom and Jerry guy? He, I don't think it has anything to do with the cartoon. I think literally it was two guys whose name were Tom and Jerry. I don't think wow. it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he died. So I'm not sure what his Christmas display is going to be like. San Francisco does a bit. Our neighbors have they. Our neighbors we, we noticed this for the first time. They had a, a pretty big uh, Halloween setup. It's a uh, 
one walk up to two different doorways, so the neighbors kind of have to clearly agree to the display because it, 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 it encompassed both doorways. I mean, in theory, one neighbor could just, I guess, put it up around the other neighbor's door and just be like, fucking figure it out. But out here, people are wildly passive, so I don't see that type of neighborly aggression occurring. But what they've got now is I'm going to say a 10-foot-tall inflated dragon with a present in its mouth. <laughs> it's all, like, lit up. So is this the uh, new American hijacking of Christmas from, from Santa? I have no idea what the fuck. the I've never seen a Christmas dragon before until now, but I have. Nice. Nice. Well, I just peeked out the uh, the window of my new studio here and uh, looked at the same Christmas lights that we saw pretty much like every year of of three neighbors that we had up on the street across from our place. The first one is that that nice like purpley purpley really like comes through but it's the multicolored lights on just the balcony. Yep. Then 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 the next one is is like the stars and and candy canes pasted pasted to like the the outside of the house and shit. And then the last one is that like wannabe Griswold family Christmas house where they Hell like yeah. they bought like 10 strings of lights and they put them all on the front of the house it's just you know you need a lot more to light up the whole house hell yeah but yeah very bright very bright very festive I mean they put out the fucking stars on uh, on the main drag here on Washington Street they're doing it early this year and I have no mm-hmm. complaints about it just because people need some change I'm fine with it like people have been stuck inside for so damn long I'm you know do do what you need to do. I you're not gonna hear. I I did go on my little rant about the Christmas candy, but I made my point that was only because Halloween only has candy. You're full. Halloween's past. Do whatever the fuck you want. That's fine. Yeah, buy Halloween candy. Buy Christmas candy. Yeah. Right after this call, uh, we're going to get our Christmas tree. Oh, nice. <clears throat> and then decorating it. So I'll have more to say about that on the next is, step. Probably is that gonna, is that going to be fake? Because my dad just bought a fake tree. Oh no. Real tree. My dad actually told me a uh, a story that I don't remember because it was from when I was in college and drunk all the time. But apparently one time when I was in college, my dad was thinking about buying a fake Christmas tree. And I guess he told me over the phone. My parents call me every Sunday. They called me like an hour and a half before this like <laughs> episode that we're recording right now because it's on a Sunday. But he was like, yeah, I'm thinking about getting a fake tree. And he was like, you said, why don't you just give up? (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like you. If you don't want to celebrate Christmas, don't celebrate Christmas. Yeah. (laughs) I could see you say, I I see both you saying that and I see the sentiment. Well, one of my favorite Christmas memories always happened, God, months after Christmas happened. It was usually like April or May when you would burn the dried out Christmas tree. Yeah, those that was always the most fun, and so fake Christmas tree eliminates that spring ritual. Yes, and for those of you who've never done it, those trees don't go up slowly. It is a flash flame; like they go from not on fire to thirty feet of fire off of like a six foot tree, and then I mean only for like thirty seconds because then all the needles burn off. But we have an old. Classmate friend whose whose dad used to drive around in his pickup truck collecting the trees in in the neighborhood when people would throw them out 
you know, he would just see him and just pick him up because, you know, people throw him out with the garbage. And then just have a massive, like, satellite <laughs> worthy, I'm sure, fire. He had his own Burning Man thing. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. We got some lights this year. We were tired of having the constantly mismatched light set because it was hodgepodge. Like, I can't remember buying a set of Christmas lights. You know, you kind of inherit them and find them and shit no, like that. No, I mean, once you get to a certain level, you know, like we're, we're starting to get as adult men, you start to have a unified Christmas theme in mind. Yeah, well, so that's, we wanted to stop having like these yellow, these lights were kind of yellowy. These lights worry, were I'm white. These were, you know, and it's, so we just went and bought one thing of lights that's long enough to cover the Christmas tree, but they're LED ones, and it has a remote bigger than a goddamn TV remote, and so you can change the colors and uh, all this. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be nuts. I'll have a full report for you, dear listener. You know, in the coming weeks, we'll probably get to, we'll probably do a full on Christmas app upcoming because uh, Christmas will be on a Friday, so we'll do one probably before that comes out. On the nice. Tuesday. All right. Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, another thing we did on the drive. We swung through this little town called Solvang. Solvang. You ever heard yeah. of this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's the... No, no, I have no fucking clue. I was ready for you to have heard of this. So No, I'm not a geography guy. It's just not my thing. It's outside of Santa Barbara, which you have heard of. And what it is, is a fake Dutch town. Just, I mean, it basically... This is really only going to hit for you and a few of our listeners, but it's like if you went to Disney, or pardon me, it's as if you went to Hershey Park and got rid of all the roller coasters. It's okay. just all those like clearly fake Dutch buildings. Yeah. Yeah. It's it just a whole the, town. the European part of uh, Bush Gardens. Exactly that. Or or just the Alpen section of the, like, yeah, you know, right by Alpengeist and, and maybe near, near the Big Bad Wolf, but like that's yeah. it. So we had like some Danish beer and a bunch of Bavarian pretzels and sausages and shit. It was really good food, but uh, we kind of fucked up because they apparently go nuts for Christmas. And I don't know if they still are with the new curfew in place, but our current plan is to drive back down. Because you can just walk around. You don't have to go in anything. You can just observe this town. And the thing is, since it's not actually real, like it's not like old or Dutch, all the streets are wide as fuck because they're American. And so when they've shut down the roads now, you're just walking through. You know, normally, like old Dutch towns, the streets are kind of pressed in together because they're made for carriages or people or whatever. They're not made for trucks. But now it's just like fucking, one, the roads that are open, it's nothing but trucks, just pickup trucks. Because Southern California, it's just like dudes with Punisher logos driving around being like, look at all the cute Dutch shit. All right. <laughs> Ow. And uh, yeah, so that was pleasant as hell. I got me, got me in the Christmas spirit. Nice. Nice. I'm not there yet. I mean, you know, today's today's one of my personal holidays. What's that? Well, what day is it? November twenty second. Mm-hmm. JFK. Ah. Wait, yeah. he was he was killed on the twenty second? Yep. Nineteen sixty three. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, so shout out to uh the badge man, uh the three tramps, dark complected man, the umbrella man, uh Babushka lady. William Zapruder is is my personal hero. Uh, and, and the whole secret service (laughs) gotta, gotta, gotta get that in there for, in honor of the holiday. Absolutely. I I don't see why, why you, why you wouldn't include all of that. (laughs) Well, I mean, 
That's from a different reality than, than the one we're in. Because this is not the reality mm-hmm. we should be living in. Now, in real time, the listeners are going to get to hear how shitty my phone is. What I'm attempting to do is send you two photos, which okay. we will get to in a while when my phone decides that it wants to send pictures. But two of the people that we bumped into in, uh, didn't bump into, we planned it, in L.A. is our friends Eric and Rebecca, who you know. Yeah, know them well. They, uh, you know, Eric and I began talking. I'm not I'm not going to shout out his brand because I don't want to ride his coattails, you know? I mean, you know, he's, he's, he's a swell. He gave me a little advice, though. Well, suffice it to say, he gave me some advice on uh, just, you know, just some content, just some stuff. And so a lot of what I currently do for my, my almost exclusively social media presence is I uh, take pictures of license plates, or vanity plates, mostly, and I, and I make fun of them. And I put them in my Instagram stories, and then they and, and people people go ha ha ha, and then they go away. And um, I've decided that the, it, there's a lot of times where you can't just make a quick joke about the plate. You know, it, it's stupid, and it needs to be discussed. It's not a simple one and done kind of a plate. And so, what I'm going to be sending you here, James, are some examples of that, where uh, it requires a little a little further thought. And I'm going to post these, and we're going to be doing a a segment. I I think we can pull this off every week. It won't replace the rotating segment. We'll always have the rotating segment. But we'll do a, a vanity plate of the week. All right. Something like this. So I've fired them off now. We'll see how long it takes to get there. But in the meantime, I want to thank you for the lovely uh, care package I received yesterday. Oh, yeah? Who? What? I received a, a care package from a, a company called Nuts by Mail. Uh, no, that was your company, which is... And I just received your. I heard the messages. buzz. Yeah. Well, thank you, uh, co-host Jimbo's phone. Uh, it's a Samsung S8 Plus uh, Galaxy. Now, what's yeah. the plus do for you? I, you know, I think, and and this is just my theory, but I've dropped it so many times that it's cracked in so many places that it has like a permanent wet mark in the case that I bought for it to protect it. Every time I open that case to expose the phone to charge it. It smells like solvent, and I feel a weird numbness when I have to take it out of its case to to actually call somebody because I can't hear it, hear them, or or talk to them through the case. But that's just a theory. I think that's what the plus is. Every now and then, Reagan will ask me like why it is that I do something where it's like, you could just do this and you wouldn't have to do all that. And I go, no, I got to do it this way. And I feel like I'm having one of those with you right now. Like, I love you, and I know you have a reason for everything you do, but I feel like you could buy a different phone case. But I would never, I, would, I, I don't doubt you. I'm sure there's a methodology behind it. Well, it was advertised as the uh, least glass break in his phone case. And so, you know, there what we, go. we use phones for mostly. I go, I go durable every time over any other aspect of the phone case. Yeah. I mean, I can do speakerphone fine. Like, People people usually just say, like, are you wearing a mask right now? <laughs> like, I can hear you. It's just weirdly muffled. But all right. So you got the pictures. Now, we're going to start with uh, the – we'll start with the, the Jeep, the orange one. Yeah, now, that's now, the can, one I got first. Now, can you zoom in on that? Oh, yeah. I'm in. So for the listener, the, uh, what the, he's looking this. at, we'll post it, but it's one of those Jeep Wranglers that has the truck bed, which I think is fucking stupid, but that's unrelated. Yeah, no, no. These these are the worst. Now, what you can't see in the image is that there's two Bichons sitting in the front seats. 
That's cute. That's fun. We like a dog. He's got the, uh, it's bright orange. It's like Mopar orange. Uh, he's got the, uh, the, 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 the stock doors are removed and it's basically just like, uh, the gates of a safari vehicle on the side. Now don't get distracted by the license plate. It is. No, I've already looked around the vehicle and I've seen. Yeah. You see what we're getting to and listener, you'll see it too. Cause we're going to post these and please look at it. Cause it's very stupid. Uh, but the vanity plate is Irie 133, which, I mean. Oh, ee, <laughs> right near the beach. Embarrassing. This is in He's Laguna. He's got the LB thing, too, for Long Beach. This is, in, this is in Laguna Beach. So this might be Ooh. Laguna Beach LB. But Ooh. the other thing, uh, we've all seen these. It's the classic uh, mom, dad, and kids or mom, dad, kids, and dog uh, stickers that you'll you'll have on the back window that represents you, the family. Sometimes they're like the minions or they're zombies or, you know, some, some stupid fucking thing. This one, it's got the dad and then a space and then a son and daughter and a dog. And then above the space, it says, I actually can't zoom in on it. James, can you can you help me out here? What what is what's the actual wording above it? Position open. Position open with an arrow pointing down to where the mom would be. Which leaves one of two scenarios. One, his wife has died. Two, he and his wife are no longer together. In either situation. Uh, I mean, that's like a one and one A. Like the wife died, you know, goes goes under under the they're no longer together. Sure. Well, she divorced him or left him or, you know, whatever. They they, they broke up, but is still alive. But either yeah. way, yeah. The, the, the sticker is kind of saying I am either a divorcee or a widower. And it is telling you that in the grossest way possible. Like, that is disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, what I find disgusting about it, you said they had two Bichons in the front. Yeah. And there, there's only one pet. On only, those stickers. Only one dog. That's sticker. offensive. They only rec- you don't think dogs pick up on shit like that? That dog's hurt. That's probably why she left you. Yep. That's why the woman left you, son of a bitch. Now the other one. That or you know, bone cancer. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the other one, uh pretty uh, innocuous. It's a black Subaru. Nothing much to it. Um, but the license plate frame around it I was mm-hmm. fascinated by. Yeah. Now now I just, can tell why. It's just a black plastic frame around. Sometimes there'll be words above or below. This is just words on the bottom. There's nothing on the top. There's no symbol. There's no logo. It's blank. It's all black. And then a white letters on the bottom. It says night kids. Yeah. They're huge Seeger fans. What the fuck is that? We're getting on some night kids. See, we were doing that in the car when we saw it. But then we were like, obviously, that's like a that's a fun pedophilia song. But then I also want to do the Guns N' Roses. I'm on a night kid and that's all, right. all that's also fun yeah <laughs> but it's like what are the night kids can i be one will they that, help me do they fight crime are they crime what are the night kids i mean they like all-wheel drive and roof racks the subaru cross tech Ah, <laughs> oh, those are those are some good license plates i actually took a couple on uh an excursion that I can't talk about. Well, real quick, before I want to hear about yours, but can you also read the other much harder thing to read on the back on the rear windshield of that Subaru? Oh yeah, smog check Santa Barbara Santa Barbara dot com dot com. Fucking fucking what? Yeah, that's what the night kids are all about. And it also looks like a piece of gum is stuck to that wording. It does. It also like the placement, listener. You'll see it in the post. 
uh, at roadsodaspod at instagram.com. They have not centered this or put it, like normally you'd put that at the bottom or big at the top. It's tiny letters, Uh -uh. just high enough that it's on the, if you put it at the bottom of the glass, it would actually have a black background. It'd be easier to read, but it's on, it's higher up in the windshield wiping area, which means it's clear behind it, which makes it very hard to read. Dude, it's level on two axes. Fuck you. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but yes, Can't now, get everything right all the time. Now, what did you uh, what, what what did you see on your trip that you didn't take? Uh, it was it was a license plate that I'm not gonna not gonna text you, but it was spelled, and it, it was a pest control vehicle, like a pest control uh Ford Transit van, and it was S W A R M E R. S warmer or swarmer. Whoa. You know, that's planned. It was a New Hampshire plate, which means like you can, I think you get those for free or like at minimal cost. Yeah. Cause they're all over that fucking state. Are they the one with the moose on the license plate? Yes. So I've seen, I've actually seen this plate in person, but I've since seen it, seen it memed as well. Somebody out there has the license plate that is ampersand SQ. I think it's like RRL. They couldn't quite fit all of Squirrel in there, but it's and Squirrel. And so with the image of the moose next to it, it's Moose and Squirrel, which is a Rocky and Bullwinkle reference. Yeah. I fully support a license plate like that. That like some of the ones I make fun of because they're stupid. That gets full marks for creativity for me. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. I, I mean, that guy gets it. Yeah. That's what a license plate should be is a reference to really old cartoons. Always. Always. Not Irie 133. <laughs> no idea what that could mean. Oh, yeah. Now, in honor of our new Vanity Plate Talk of the Week, or whatever we're going to call this, uh, we're not going to do a rotating segment of the week because we're just going to let that sit on its own. Let it breathe. Feel it, listener. Let it flow through you. And follow us at RoadSodasPod on Instagram.com, where you'll find this every week, plus other stupid stuff. It's going to be a good time. I agree. Now, you may notice, uh, dear listener, that the road snacks are going to come out on some Fridays. Not every Friday. It's bonus content. It's an amuse-bouche. It's when the chef feels like giving you a little extra flavor. Maybe you'll get it. Maybe you won't. Maybe we didn't record over. Maybe we didn't have enough stupid bits to cut out. Maybe we fucking nailed it and therefore didn't have any bonus content for you. I'm sorry. Maybe if you tell your friends, we get enough listeners, we'll start a Patreon, and then we'll definitely give you bonus shit. But until then, we're just going to be slipping you little, little snacks, little bar snacks, little little pretzel with a little mustard. Maybe that mustard has a little curry in it, and you're going to go, ooh, is that curry? And we'll go, yeah, yeah. Nah, we went to salted we, nuts, man. We, we went to England once. We put curry in the mustard. I don't know Oof, why. That's weird, man. It's not normal. Well, they put curry and ketchup over there, too. They put curry in everything. Yeah, people like curry. Some people. I had curry worst down in Solvang. Whew. I'm a Solvang. I'm a Solvang. But yeah, I think that's going to do it for this week. Happy beginning of December for everybody. This is going to be unofficially a Christmas themed month just because I feel like Jimbo and I are going to be talking about uh, what's going on around us, which is going to be some Christmassy ass shit. And it's nice to lean into these things, and we'll talk about it next episode, but I'm so glad that I no longer feel the need to be cool about Christmas. 
Like, I'm not too cool for Christmas, and I like that. Yeah. Because I was. Now I'm not. And it and it rules. Good for you. Yeah. We'll get there. Rehabilitation and redemption are, are strong in American society. Hell yes. And if you want to write in with your Christmas stuff, your Christmas traditions, tell us how your Thanksgiving went. In previous episodes, I said I hoped you were able to travel. Don't travel. If your parents live five minutes away, go say hello. But other than that, it sucks. I know I'm saying this having just driven down to Southern California, but at the time... You bastard. We were doing great at the time. This was weeks ago, all right? You know, like, do what I do what I say, not as I do, because at this point, we're fucking, like, we're not going anywhere. We're not seeing our families. Resist the cannibal mutants. Resist the chuds. They're coming out of the woodwork, but we're all going to make it through. We're going to eat some turkey. We're going to eat some, some uh, pork shoulder, apparently. I want to hear a lot about that. You will. Um, it's our man. Was that our man? Oh, it's our man. what an auspicious sign. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Hello, co-host. Oh, my God. Scooterman coming in big at the end. But send in your Christmas traditions of yeah. levity and, and other fun stuff to roadsodaspod at gmail.com. Follow us at roadsodaspod on Instagram where we get, you're going to see the vanity plates and other silly shit that, that, that we post. If you like what we're doing, just let us know. You don't have to write a big, long thing. If it's just a quick hey or a great job or a, a little pat on the hiney, then uh, we'll feel better and we'll we'll continue to, to give it our all for this stuff. But, uh, you know, it's just nice to hear from you guys. Uh, I hope I hope you're all doing well. And, and on that note, Jimbo's got some stuff. He, he hopes you feel well. He's got some advice on how to make you feel good in these stressful times. You know that moment where you're at the family Thanksgiving thing or the Christmas thing and you're like, I'm just going to go outside in the garage and hope that I find one of my cousins smoking. And I don't even smoke. I just want to stand next to him and just be outside for five minutes and just not yep. think. He's got some some mental tricks and mnemonic devices to help you get to that brain space without actually having to hang out and watch your cousin ash onto his own hard shoes because he's he's you know kind of stoned and isn't aware of what's going on uh, within within your garage and he's kind of just staring blankly at the wall and you're beginning to worry about him a little but he's also kind of a role model so you're like maybe I should stare at the wall more Jimbo's got some stuff that's going to put you there without you needing to do that so let's hear the advice for this week Jimbo hit us with it go so uh this advice is actually coming from uh, another one of our co-hosts my radiator. Succinct and beautiful. And as we say every week, go fuck yourself. God fuck us, everyone. <laughs>